Hello, my friends. This is Andy Falco Jimenez coming to you live from Orange County, California. And uh, I had so, I had um, such, such a different start that I wanted to have to this show, this series of shows that I'm going to be doing on the demise of law enforcement and making law enforcement great again. Uh, it's going to, <laughs> it's going to take a miracle um, to get through. We're only seven months into this uh, administration that's currently in power. Um, and we have a number of Republicans that aren't making it any easier. We have uh, some of the dumbest people on the planet right now, both on the Democratic side, all of the Democrats and uh, many of the Republicans that are. I don't know. I, I've, I've tried to start the show. In other words, I tried to start the series of shows uh, about a month ago. But the problem is, is that things keep occurring to make it worse. And I and I feel like where I was going to start a month ago is a much happier place than where I can even start today. Um, and as I watch the news uh, today, and first I want to tell you, I want to make sure that you know to um, this, you're probably watching most likely on a Facebook page. Some of you watch on YouTube, but go to the Andy Falco show.com at the Andy Falco show.com. That will take you to the YouTube channel. Now I understand that um, this will probably be taken down on both Facebook and YouTube. Uh, I will be posting the, um, the recordings on Rumble and um, Parlor after the recording. I don't have a live option currently on Ramble, uh, and I don't have a live option currently on um, what I just say on that other platform, Parlor. <laughs> Sorry, but uh, gosh darn it! I just I have so much planned, and I just look at what's happening today, and it is a an example. Over, the, over this, this week and what's happening today in Afghanistan. I'm sorry, I've been a little cryptic about what I'm talking about. But it is, um, we are being, the American citizens are, um, are just not being considered in anything by this administration. They, uh, this administration is more concerned about criminals. They're more cons uh, uh, concerned about illegal aliens, which are also criminals, but in a, in a different form. They're more concerned about, um, I don't know what the hell they're concerned about with Afghanistan, that, that Donald Trump, the President Trump, he said he wanted to get out. And so they wanted to get out in a different way, I guess. I don't know. Like the, uh, out of all the things that they didn't do, they, they ended all of uh, President Trump's policies in regard to the border, in regard to law and order, in regard to all the benefits to the black community. They ended all those. Um, for the most part, I'm sure that there's maybe one or two they kept in place, but I'm not sure. Um, uh, you know, they just ended anything that had Donald Trump's name out. But this one issue in regard to Afghanistan, they still continued with his desire to leave Afghanistan, but they've, they've done it in such a way that is just completely completely just an embarrassment, which is the, the least of everything, right? Um, there are people dying. There are women that are being tortured, that are being raped, that are being sold to, um, uh, uh, to husbands. They, we have um, uh, our translators that are surely going to be tortured if they're not already being tortured and killed. Um, they have taken over all the uh, the bases that we have where Biden just decided that he was just going to leave the weapons for Al Qaeda um, to uh, take and use against uh, the Afghani uh, people. Um, and then who knows what's going to happen after this. Right. So we and he's taking over the capital. Currently, the president of Afghanistan has fled, um, who just the other day, just, you know, he said, oh, no, we're going to be strong. We're going to be strong. And then he goes, I'm out of here. I'm leaving. Um, and not and on top of it all, he uh, uh, Biden's on vacation. Um, you know, people will say, people will say, well, uh, you know, this is always the argument, right? When you, when you say, dude, we have, the, we, Afghanistan is falling. We were there for 20 years. Our men and women died in Afghanistan for God knows what now reason, other than we wanted to make sure and not, um, uh, you know, we were trying to get um, uh, Osama bin Laden. We wanted to kill him. Uh, President Trump did a great job of killing a couple of the other leaders of the terrorist, uh, 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 terrorists over there, not just in Afghanistan, but in regard to Iraq and Iran and some other people that were killing Americans. So there are some things moving forward, but um, you, you, you gotta, you gotta, you gotta just, 
I don't know. You just gotta say what the f, right? I just want to cuss so bad right now, um, and I wanted to start the show off in a whole different way and talk about policing in general. But this this does tell you in a greater way where I was going to go with with policing and law enforcement here in the United States is that you have an administration that really seems to be bent right there. They they have to be strategically doing whatever they can to destroy the um, the American will, right? The American um, uh, pride in our country to to the point where they want everybody fearful. Now it's easy to make Democrats fearful, right? They don't they don't have God. They're 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 already following um, these these lies. They've already followed lies for five or six years in regard to President Trump's administration. They they've been indoctrinated into this idea that America is a horrible racist place, that um, law enforcement is evil that criminals are right, that burning down police departments in Minnesota, in St. Louis, and wherever other place that they were burning police departments, uh, 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 government buildings in uh, Oregon and in Washington, literally burning them, trying to burn them down with people inside, that those people are right. Killing police officers, like the police officer in St. Louis, the sergeant in St. Louis was shot in the head as he was protecting a store owned by one of his friends, that you have other law enforcement that were blinded. You have other law enforcement that were hit with hard objects, including a trash can lid that I saw on one video that uh, and we could go on. Right. We can go on and all the, the murder and mayhem that's been going on for the last year in these Democratic run cities. And the administration has been applauding them, has been supporting them when they get arrested they've been bailing them out and you can see that this is strategic in that they want to they 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 find that it's easy to to cause democrat voters to be fearful they find they're easy uh, they're useful idiots and they're very easy to manipulate they're easy to to give lies and about the pandemic about all these things going on first of all i know covid is real i had covid Right. So I don't want anybody to attack me. I don't want Facebook's going to attack me and say, you know, you, you, you're trying to say that uh, COVID's not. I'm telling I know COVID's real, but we're not getting it's not going to go away. And so I want you to understand that there's people that are going to take the vaccine who have not had COVID, which is probably the best thing that they can do. You have people like me who've had it, who have the antibodies, who are probably who are who are, in fact, based on science, safer than those of, that are going to get the vaccine that they don't address and don't want to talk about. You have all my children that have had COVID. You have my wife and my ex-wife who had COVID. And so we all understand that we have had COVID. We have the antibodies and we feel perfectly safe based on science, based on everything that we've heard, everything that we've read. All right. So we, we have all these issues in regard to the pandemic that are the people are being lied to. They're being told you have to put these masks on because it is a symbol of being afraid of being fearful. And the only people they can't control are conservative Christians, for sure. And conservatives who may not be Christian, who are uh, still holding strong. And the only way that they can get to us is by literally taking away any protection we have through law enforcement, through any protection we have through the military and demonizing them and make it seem like we are just horrible, nasty people. This is just really um, a, a very strategic plan. And, in, and, it, and it really goes to show that you have this guy who's in the White House. I refuse to call him president. I don't know. I don't think I've made the mistake in the last seven months to call him president because he's not. He clearly is not. We don't know who's running this country right now. And this is not a conspiracy theory statement whatsoever. It is the truth. Because how can you have the incident happening in Afghanistan that is currently happening where you have a terrorist organization, a terrorist group that hates America, that is taking over a place where we have spent 20 years trying to do something, trying to do all the, everything we can to keep uh, the Taliban at, at bay. And yet he just pulls everybody out. He lets it fall. He lets the, the capital fall. And then he waits until the very last second. And then somebody in the government decides, well, we're going to send some, some troops over there to make it look like we kind of care. And yet you have the guy who's supposed to be in charge on vacation. 
And again, I'm going to go back. They're going to say, well, Donald Trump went golfing all the time. He went on vacation. He didn't do it when I'm pretty pretty sure he didn't go on vacation. He may have played golf, but he didn't go on vacation at the heat of the pandemic. Right. He, he, he was very much involved. He, he sent the ships to the West Coast and the East Coast. He sent the army to create uh, mobile hospitals and and to take over or, uh, locations like uh, stadiums and convention centers and put hospital beds and did everything he could. He, he then um, uh, put into place this um, massive um, uh, uh, job of creating a vaccine using um, civilian businesses to not only create a vaccine, but also to create PPE and, and did a, a fantastic job. Now, they want you to believe he didn't do anything. They want you to believe they do went on vacation and he played golf the entire time. Of course, none of that happened. But here we are now in a in a real situation where we have a place where we have spent billions of dollars. We have had um, uh, corrupt organizations in Afghanistan, American and uh, Middle Eastern uh, corrupt uh, organizations that we have given millions, if not trillions of dollars to, to do whatever they wanted with and really do nothing. Uh, and, 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 and now we have uh, further um, issues with what's happening now with the, uh, the Taliban coming over and taking over Afghanistan. And then we have Americans and we have translators. We have people that were supportive of the United States that are still there that are now going to die because our president has decided that he's on vacation. Oh, I just did call him the president, didn't I? Um, that he's on vacation and doing nothing. Uh, I just heard just a few minutes ago that it's going to he's going to come and make a statement in a couple of days. In a couple of days, he ha- and, and we know what's happening, right? They're giving him a script. He's got to practice for two days so he can come out and kind of sound like you know what he's talking about. It won't work. It won't help. Um, but what what is really happening? Where's the vice president? Why is she saying anything? If he's so busy on vacation she should be in charge right she should be taking over if the if uh, an organization where the ceo goes on vacation then the cfo takes over or uh, one of the other uh, uh, higher ups take over when the ceo is out of town and if a if a company were to have some type of issue that caused them to be in the news and the ceo's on vacation the next in line would probably come on and make a, a statement of some sort and and say you know as soon as uh, we can get him here he's going to hop on a plane he's going to cut his vacation short and he's going to be here and he's going to make a statement that's what a normal uh, leader would do in any organization in the united states is no different than any other organization so when it, when it comes to policing and law enforcement, <coughs> sorry, I'm yelling and now my voice is hoarse already and I just got started, um, uh, is that you can see that there's no different on how they're handling Afghanistan and the military and how they're handling law enforcement and law and order here in the United States. It's just a mess. They have no idea what they're doing. You have people that know nothing about military action in charge of something they shouldn't be in charge of. You have um, apparently generals who are more concerned about their job and keeping their position than doing the right thing and they're not speaking up as did some of them during the Trump administration. You had a general actually quit because he didn't want to leave Afghanistan, which is fantastic, I think. You know, he took a stand and decided whether he's right or wrong, I don't know. Right. Whatever it was that he said, you know what, I don't want to be a part of this. And I quit. Right. He, he took a stand. We have none of them doing that now. They're just going, what does he want us to do? He wants us to pull everything out and just leave everything behind. OK, no. Right. You, I, I know people that are uh, Navy SEALs. I know people that have been in Afghanistan and in the military during this period of time. And they said, who didn't know? that this was going to happen once we <laughs> once we left. We knew that the Iraqis were not or the Afghanis were not uh, ready to, to they'll never be ready. Is what I'm hearing from some of the guys that I know is that not only are they were they not ready, that they were never going to be ready uh, to uh, protect that country, that there was always going to be a, a need for law for um, military, our military, U.S. military to be present on some level, just like we have in other countries that we've we've had skirmishes with or wars with in Korea, in uh, Japan. Uh, we have bases. We have a military presence in all these locations. We didn't just pull out. We stayed there. Right. We, we kept a military base. We kept a presence there. We, we did a little bit of policing. Now, I know that on the past, I probably said, you know what, we, we really it's uh, it's it's beyond me that we are sometimes the police for the world. But now it makes total sense, right? It makes total sense that, you know, these some of these countries are not strong enough. They don't have the will. They don't have the strength as our military men and women, right? Not the leadership. The leadership are weak and pathetic. 
a-holes is what I'm going to say right now. And uh, they are just not making sound decisions. Um, I was trying to explain this to the, uh, somebody the other day is that you can want to do something, but you have to do it right. There's, there's going to be a need to do something else first, right? You're going to, there's, there's, we have this grand idea <clears throat> and we want to uh, make <clears throat> something fantastic, right? We want to make this fantastic thing. Well, you, you, you can't just wish that thing up here, right? It, it can't just be there, right? Oh gosh, I want this, this great thing that's going to cure cancer. Yes. Oh, there it is. No, there is a lot of work that has to be done. There's got a lot of research. There's got to be a lot of testing and, and finding out what happens when you do this. And when that doesn't work, then we do this. And when that doesn't work, we do this. And there's a lot of things that have to happen to get to this ultimate goal. Now we have, uh, you know, this issue in Afghanistan where, oh, well, you know, President Trump wanted to get out of Afghanistan. He wanted to do it by September 11th or he want to do it on September, whatever it is, right? You have this date, but okay, let's say we want to do that. Well, let's look at how we can do that safely. And when things start to go wrong, we have to come back. You don't go so far that you can't come back, right? You go so far that now you have them taking over and then you're watching. Whoa, look at that. They're starting to take over all these cities. Oh, they just took over another city. Wow. Oh, they just took it over. And you're sitting here watching this happen. You go, uh oh, they're getting close to the to, to the capital. Right. They're right outside the capital. Okay, now we need to send me. It's way too late. They already have the momentum. They already have all the weapons from the locations that they've taken over, taken over before they got to the capital. They have all of our weapons. They have all of our Humvees. They have all of our AK for uh, you know, whatever weapons that they have. They have all of our tanks that we left behind. Whatever it is we left behind. No, you waited too long. You waited for them to gather all these weapons. And now you're now you're gonna go send five thousand troops after they're already in the city or they already in the capital. And the president has fled. Now you're going to go send them over. When we're looking at law enforcement, I was, I don't know who I was having this conversation with. It was one of the kids and I wasn't, I don't even remember where I was. I was talking about something the other day and, you know, people are saying, well, you know, we have all these people in prisons and uh, you have somebody like AOC or, um, uh, you know, one of the other nitwits uh, that are in the squad. And I can't think of anybody's name right now. It's just escaping me. Um, Corey, uh, Corey, what's her name? Corey, the idiot. Um, and they say, well, you know, I know what we'll do. We to, to not have people in prison anymore. We're just going to close prisons. What? <laughs> we're going to we're going to release all the criminals. We're going to close prisons. That'll solve our prison problem. That'll solve crime if we close prisons. What? And that is basically what they've been trying to do over the last year. You have in L.A. They've released something like 20,000. I think Larry Elder said uh, today he was at our church talking. Uh, he's uh, obviously running for governor of the, of the state of California in the hopes that Gavin Newsom gets uh, voted out. And he was saying something like 20,000. I've heard uh, different numbers. I've heard anything from 15,000 to 25 to 30,000. Some there were in the neighborhood of 20,000 prisoners have been released, have been released into back into population, back into the population of the state of California because, oh, because of COVID. Oh, because of overcrowding. Oh, because you know what? We don't... They've been okay. They've done a really good job in prison. They haven't robbed anybody in prison in a long time. So we're going to let them out. And all of that sounds great, right? All of it sounds great. Oh, we're just going to let everybody loose and we're going to close the prisons and it's going to solve our problem. But we know, we know that men are, are evil, have evil hearts. Every human being on this planet has evil hearts. And it is so bizarre that you have a, a portion of our country, namely Democrats, who believe that people are just going to change. And suddenly overnight, you know what, we're going to release you from prison and now you're going to be a great person. And now you're going to begin working for McDonald's and everything's going to go just fine. You're no longer going to steal. You're no longer going to uh, take, take drugs. You're no longer going to carjack people. You're no longer going to shoot people. And what have we seen? They are um, uh, seriously um, and dangerously wrong because all of these people that they released have not, well, I can't say all that's a, I, that would be a bad thing to say. Um, but I'm, I'm probably pretty close, but many of them have gone back to doing the exact same thing that they were doing when they got arrested. 
and people are dying. We see the numbers increasing in all these Democratic run states where they have released these prisoners in Baltimore, in um, Chicago, in Los Angeles, in San Francisco, in Portland, in um, uh, Seattle. You see all the homeless that are just now stacking up and taking over cities. I was just in San Francisco with Hedy. Hedy and I were in San Francisco um, just the other day. And um and Hetty is really, really smart. And um, I keep up on all of this stuff and read the articles and read the blogs and, and watch the OAN and Newsmax and Fox. And on occasion, I try to stomach a, f- a few minutes of CNN and MSDNC. And I, I, I keep track of everything. So I, I, I know that, uh, and I've been talking about San Francisco being a shithole for a very long time, excuse me. Uh, but it's been, a, it's been that way for a very long time. And so we had to go to San Francisco and I'm, I'm telling I said, well, I wonder if we're going to have to step over human crap when we're there. And all. And so it's really, I don't, do you think, really think it's that bad that they're saying that? And I'm, <laughs> I know for a fact, I've seen pictures, I've seen video. They have an app on phones to track where the, 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 the human feces is and the urine is. And they, when you see it, you put it in the app and you let them know. And supposedly somebody comes and picks it up and, you know, they've hired a bunch of people to stand with these little vests on to kind of, you know, be the eyes and ears of the street and try to keep a handle on some of the homeless people so the people that are visiting don't get attacked uh, as often as they, they're, they're getting attacked now. So they have a bunch of stuff going on. I'm trying to tell her that this is going on. She's going, you know, it, you know, maybe, maybe yes, maybe no. And, um, and so we get there, we fly there, we land, we take an Uber and about 45 minutes after we've landed, we're in a restaurant in, you know, right next to our hotel and we're sitting there eating. I'm eating a chili dog with cheese. <laughs> <laughs> and she's eating a salad, of course. And uh, uh, as we're sitting there, it's this little cafe right on the corner. And I look, I'm looking at Hedia because she's uh, sitting between me and the window. And as I'm looking at Hedia, I see this um, obvious homeless woman. I think she's a woman. I'm pretty sure. I'm not sure. But um, she's wearing like a leopard skirt, mini skirt, barely covering the shenanigans that are going on. And um, she leans up against the car and then and starts looking down and pulls up her skirt and she begins to take a dump right there in the gutter, leaning against the truck. And I, and Hedia saw my face and I go, Oh my God. And very rarely am I, am I stunned? Uh, but I'm sitting here eating a chili cheese dog with onions and extra cheese and looking over and seeing a woman pull up her mini skirt and take a dump right there in the, on the streets. And we, again, we were there maybe an hour total. And I look, I had to go, Oh my God. And she's going, she's not. And I said, yes, she is. And she goes, Oh my gosh, she is. And you can see everything, right? Everything that's going on. She then turns where she now has her skirt up and she begins to wipe herself with her bare hand, cleaning herself from what she had just done. And it's an hour into our trip. How much of that is going on that visitors from Southern California can go to San Francisco and be there less than an hour and see it happen right there? How much of this is going on? It's happening everywhere. As we were driving around in Ubers and as we were doing different things that we had to do there, we were seeing homeless were everywhere. Now, somebody texted me um, and said, well, where were you? Because the area that we were at in San Francisco is actually pretty nice. I don't know where it is because we were an hour away and it was still uh, homeless were everywhere. Stuff on the streets, um, um, tents everywhere, blocking entrances in the business. Businesses were boarded up. Um, and the Urbu drivers in some areas just seemed to drive a lot faster. They didn't want to stop in certain areas because they were afraid what might happen if they stopped. And it was just, we were in a third world country in San Francisco. A once beautiful city is a third world country. Um, we, uh, yesterday I returned, was it yesterday? I think it was yesterday. I returned from um, South Carolina. I had to fly to South Carolina for something. And then I flew right back the next day. Um, and I got stuck in Chicago. Now, South Carolina is a beautiful place. Um, I just happened to be in an area where, uh, in South Carolina, where I had to go to a Walmart and I, I, Aikens, I think is the name of the city that I was in. And I went to the Walmart. And as I walk into the Walmart, Walmart, um, I'm noticing it's just slightly different than the Walmart here in Yorba Linda or Brea area that in Yorba Linda Brea area, you walk in and it's clean. Things are on the shelves. Um, the things are where they're supposed to be on occasion. You might see a pair of socks on the ground or something like that, but for the most part, everything's hung up, everything's on shelves and everything. And you, and <laughs> the path is clear. I go to this Walmart and again, I think it's in Aikens. I, I think Carol's on, maybe she knows the name of the city I was in. And, um, 
it, it was not like that. There, the clothes, it was like somebody held a clothes up to their, to their chest to see if it fit. And if it didn't fit, they just dropped it to the ground. There was stuff everywhere. You had to walk around all the crap on the ground and you had a mixture of, of ethnicities in this Walmart. And, um, and, and so there wasn't like just one ethnicity. There was, it was a, a mixture much like we have here in Brea. But what is it about certain areas of the town where they just allow this stuff to happen where you have the workers in Walmart, the management in Walmart that says, you know what, just leave it on the ground. <laughs> it's, there's somebody else just going to come in and throw the ground. Where, where is the decency? What happened to the decency? I'm going to get to what, what I think is happening here in one minute, but you, I just see this nastiness of just like, there's no, there's just no ethics in people anymore. There's just nothing um, that tells them that throwing stuff on the ground and not hanging it back up and putting it where it belongs um, is just wrong. I have this thing and I, I've noticed from time to time. Um, oh, Aiken. Yeah, it is Aiken. Thank you, Carol. That's where I was. Um, and so again, just had to do some work there. I wasn't there on vacation. <laughs> and so, uh, oh, I have this thing. And so, I, I know from time to time I've been in a store with somebody and I will decide after I've taken something out of the aisle and I'm now down another aisle and I decide, you know what? I don't want this. And, and I start to go back and the person I'm with will say, where are you going? I go, I'm going to go put it back. And they go, why don't you just put it on the shelf here? So if I have like peanut butter and I'm now in the coffee aisle, they'll suggest, well, just put it on the shelf in the cup. I go, why would I do that? Somebody's going to have to, somebody who works here is going to have to do that now instead of something that's probably more important. I said, so why not just go back and put it back? And, and so I've taught my kids the same thing. I said, no, don't put, just put it anywhere. Don't put the peanut butter on top of the bananas in the fruit section. Take it back where you got it. How much more work is that? And so it's, I don't know where that comes from. I probably my parents. I don't know. Maybe it's from being a cop, but it's just like that one extra thing. Like where, where, where were, where were the parents to these kids? Probably non-existent, right? As we learned from Larry Elder today, uh, talking about the lack of fathers in, in, uh, in a, in a boy's life as they're growing up is, is one of the reasons why we have much of the crime and many of the men in prison, um, are fatherless or come from fatherless homes. But there's the issue. And I mean, again, this is going to all come back to law enforcement in one second. I'm just telling you my experiences just in the last couple of days, which made it difficult to come on and begin the show um, from the beginning point. This is not the beginning point, right? The next show will be the actual beginning point. I know I've been teasing for a long time. I have so many notes, but uh, so much has been happening in the last couple of days. I, I have to start here because uh, it is, I, I, for me, it just seems to be necessary. And since it's my show, this is what I'm going to do. And so that was in Aiken, South Carolina. So then I fly and I miss my layover um, in because we got stuck out on the um, the airport in Chicago and it, it took us 45 minutes to get to the gate and of course I missed my flight so I had to stay overnight in Chicago and I go oh my gosh I've been talking about Chicago for a very long time um, I'm, <laughs> I'm gonna be safe um, but um, you know again you just you're in Chicago and I'm not probably in the worst part of Chicago, but uh, it is just a different feel, right? It's just like a, a, a people that are just, you know, have not, it's either that they've not been taught how to, how to take care of things, how to keep things clean, how to act, how to um, be nice to other people. But there, there's just seems to be this different kind of feeling, a different kind of like um, just, um, Oh, just an, uh, you know, I, I, I don't like you, you know, type of thing. Like, I don't like anybody. I don't like anything. I don't like anybody. My life has been hard. The taxi driver, uh, you know, I sh shared a, a bit of his story and saying things are just bad that, um, he was just sharing with me that, um, a $60 ride. I went six miles. It cost me $60 to go six miles from the airport to the hotel six miles, $60. <laughs> and I thought at least I should be able to have a conversation for $60. I'm going to have a conversation with a taxi cab driver. And he said something like, um, just like three years ago, I think he said, I, I could be wrong, but it's three, four years ago, there used to be 7,000 somewhere in the area, 7,000 something taxi cabs in, uh, the Chicago area. And he goes, right now we have 700, 700, taxi cabs that it takes 12 hours to get your first fare 
And, and so as he's telling me that it just begins to make sense how people are just beaten down. You got the pandemic, which has taken people's jobs. You have the government paying people not to work. You have the, the police being demonized. And then you come into a city that just is done, that has just had it. And now we begin to understand what it is the Democrats are doing. They're just trying to beat everybody down, trying to make everybody become, um, uh, um, um, dependent on the government because nothing's working. There's no more taxis. It takes 12 hours for this guy, this taxi cab. He's been a taxi cab driver for 30 years. It takes him 12 hours to get his first fare, his first fare. And now you know why his first fare for me was $60 because what else is he going to do? Right. He can't make if, 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 if it cost me, I think it was going to be like $14. Right. How could he make a living off a fare of $15 when he's got to say, listen, to go six miles in this city, it's going to cost you $60. What do you think? I go, I have no choice. What am I going to do? Walk through Chicago? <laughs> no. <laughs> Take me in this car and lock the doors. I'll give you $60. Drive fast and get me there. Right. And so you have this, this stuff going on in these cities. You have Democratic policies that are releasing criminals. You have Democratic policies that are demonizing law enforcement. You have, the, you have the media helping the Democrats demonize law enforcement. You have um, uh, people, again, that are that are dependent on the government because they, 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 they're, they're, they're unwilling to work because the government's paying more money not to work. You have all this stuff going on and it's beginning. And this is where we're beginning to see the demise of law and order, because now because of all of this over the last year, you have more and more law enforcement officers are retiring and saying, why would I do this job? And I'm going to I'm going to end on this because I, I want to um, just get us into a place where I can begin my part of the show to kind of give you an idea of what's happening with law enforcement, what, what, it, what it's like to be a police officer, even in the best of times and why it's difficult for police officers, even uh, in the best of times. Now that it's difficult or have decided we are not doing this job. That's what we're going to talk about on the very next show of, of, of what it takes to do the job, why it's nearly impossible to have systemic racism, if not impossible systemic racism in law enforcement. I'm going to explain why that that's that's nearly impossible, if not impossible um, in the next show. But I want to bring this to a place here where I, I, I just want to let you know that that I, I, I'm not as hopeful as I was when I began to put the show together, that based on what we're seeing now, if we don't impeach the president, the vice president, the, the speaker of the house and uh, the uh, uh, what do you call the lead guy? You know, Schumer is his name. What's what's his what's his title there in the Senate? The the lead Senate guy. Um, we are doomed if we don't get rid of the squad. We are doomed. I, if we don't get rid of Gavin Newsom, we are doomed. This is very very. It's going to be hard to come back from. And the reason I say that now is because we can see what's happening in in fast forward time in Afghanistan. What's happening in Afghanistan in a very short period of time is what they've been doing here in the United States over a long period of time. We're just seeing what it'll look like in fast forward where they've decided, you know what, we're going to take out all of the the uh, law enforcement, which is the military in Afghanistan, where we're going to remove them all because they can't. Right. They're, they they can't do that as easily here in the United States. They've got to beat us up. They've got to demonize us. They got to take away all the tools, the no ability to do the karate restraint, no ability to use a taser, no ability to chase after anybody, no ability to arrest people for petty theft any longer, no ability to uh, arrest anybody for uh, malicious mischief, no ability to arrest people for sleeping in public or uh, camping in public, no ability to arrest people for shitting in public, no ability to arrest somebody for pissing in public no ability to arrest people for being high on narcotics 11550 is what the, the charges here in the in in california not able to arrest people for being drunk in public do you see all these things they've taken away and the only way they could do it is slowly over time demonizing law enforcement shooting us as we are trying to make car stops shooting us as we are uh, trying to make a, a a pedestrian contact shooting us during a family um, uh, domestic violence calls and basically forcing us not to want to work, forcing us not to be hired by law enforcement. And we can see it over slow motion, what they're trying to do. Why 
why is this hitting me today is because I've seen what they've done in Afghanistan. In Afghanistan, they were able to take away law enforcement and one fell swoop. And then we saw the demise, the evil, the the um, the Taliban, the Taliban, which is essentially Democrats, Taliban, Democrats, same thing, terrorists to our country. You see them taking over this country, taking over each one of the cities, each one of the Republican cities, right? Each one of the ones that were controlled by the, uh, the Americans, each ones that were controlled by Af- you know, Af- Afghanistan. Afghanistan, the Taliban has come over and taken a control over each one at a time. Just look at them as San Francisco. Look at them as Chicago and Seattle and Portland that they're beginning. They're just taking over. They're releasing criminals and they're not allowing any kind of enforcement of laws. And you see the blackness, the darkness taking over these cities. And now they're trying to work on DeSantis and trying to demonize him. They're trying to demonize Abbott in Texas. They're trying to demonize these uh, Republican uh, governors who are going against and pushing back. And we're, we're seeing it in a little bit slower time, but we're seeing it in fast time in Afghanistan. This is why. This is why we need uh, Larry Elder to win. This is why we need to pay attention to the the cheating that's going to go on over the next couple of days here in California as the election begins to to uh, start on Monday. But tomorrow, um, I believe, is when all the election uh, processing begins to start, where we begin to check our our mail in the mail in ballots. You know what uh, Gavin Newsom made available here is the ability to print ballots. People can print ballots on their printer um and you know you got these democrats that have probably been printing their ballots since uh you know the beginning of the month how many ballots does one house have now probably 40 50 100 ballots that they're going to turn in um so we have a bunch of that going on right now we need to fight back. We need to be strong. We need to not give up. It's not as easy for the uh, the Taliban or Democrats in our country to take over this country as it is to allow uh, Afghanistan to fall. That again, is, is it a microcosm? Is that the, the word? Am I using the word correctly? The, the, the Afghanistan is a microcosm of what is happening here in the United States, a much larger country, much more difficult. They have to do it over a period of time and it takes a little bit longer, but they were able to do it and show us what they're willing to do. And that is allow a country to fall. They don't care about the people dying. They don't care about the people being tortured. They don't care about here in the United States. They don't care about all the black men that are dying at the hands of other black men. They don't care about um, the the people at the restaurants that are getting yelled at and screamed at and and taking over their seats and pushing them out of their chairs at the outdoor restaurants. They don't care about the police officers that have been blinded by the lasers by Antifa and Black Lives Matter. They don't care about the police department that was torched in Minneapolis. They don't care about the, the government building in um, in Portland that was um, torched every night for months at a time with people inside of it. They don't care about people. They don't care about you. They don't care about Americans. They could care less about what happened. All they care is about their power. And so that is why I started the show a little bit differently than I intended to. I really meant to come on and begin the show where I where I wanted to start with what it takes to be a law enforcement officer, what happens when we're at work, why it's why it's impossible, why it's nearly impossible, if not impossible, to be systemically racist within a law enforcement because there's too many checks and balances, there's too many people that uh, that 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 um, are part of an individual call. It's just not one officer handling a call. There is a lot of moving parts. There's There's a lot of things that happen after a call. There's a lot of checks and balances. And I want to go through that first and then assure you that there is a way through this. If we can just get some of these morons out of power, we don't have time. I don't know what's going to if we don't get these people out of power soon, we cannot. I I don't think we can sustain even until the elections in 22. I don't know. Seven months. They've done a lot. They've opened the borders. Uh, they, They talk about how they care about COVID, but yet we have thousands of, of COVID infective uh, criminals coming across the border. We have fentanyl coming across the border by hundreds and thousands of pounds that are being um, used to lace uh, drugs, other drugs that children are taking and they're dying. We have police officers that are that are getting extremely ill uh, from touching fentanyl that they didn't know was on some of the other st- the evidence that they're collecting in regard to narcotics cases, that kind of stuff. We have an officer in Anaheim who just fell ill and had to be taken to the hospital because he came in contact with fentanyl. Um, I think another officer may have died or got seriously ill in, a, in another city. And this is going to continue to happen uh, because of the open borders. And, and I know that many people don't believe it's open borders. I had somebody say, well, you, I, do you think they're making up those videos? No, they're not making up those videos. We have thousands and thousands of people uh, pouring across the border that are criminals, 
that are now going to be coming from Syria and have been coming from Syria that are coming from uh, Africa, from um, from the Middle East. And they're nobody's checking who they are. They're just coming across. You have thousands that are being caught, thousands of them that are turning themselves in. But we have thousands that are getaways or gotaways is what they call them that have gotten away because they're distracted by the people that are getting caught. I, I believe that you have people that are just willing to get caught. They're probably being paid to get caught so they can take up the uh, the manpower uh, with the processing that happens when you have to process the people that are giving themselves up. You take you can it, you can tie up an, an entire um, team of police of uh, border patrol agents, um, and now they're not out there uh, covering where the people are sneaking through and getting away and running through. And so I, I believe that the cartel is playing a large number of people to get caught to turn themselves in to bog up the system so that now they have free reign to send people in the criminals, the people that pay a little bit more not to be caught. There's a lot of that stuff going on. So oh, we had a lot to talk about. We're going to go on uh, in the next show in part two, where I'm going to start from my intended position of starting. We're going to talk about law enforcement. We're going to talk about some of the things that you may or may not know about. I know Carol knows a lot about it. She and I work together at Anaheim Police Department. I know there's some other people that watch that know a lot about police department. So I appreciate their input when I do uh, come on the next time to do that. But in the next the next show, we'll be talking about law enforcement, about, uh, you know, what happens when you get hired and uh, taking you down the road to um, why I believe that it's impossible for there to be systemic racism in law enforcement. No matter how much they try to tell you that there is, it's impossible. And uh, and then tell you one of the worst things that's happening as we move forward. One of the worst things that's happening uh, in regard to um, the senior officers that are retiring. Uh, it's uh, this this is really uh, I'm going to start off with the probably the worst part and then hopefully get better as we go to the next shows after that. But the worst part is that we have a large number of people retiring. That is going to be very bad for some cities. It's going to be so bad for some cities. And uh, I'll share with you why I believe that is. All right. So thank you for watching. Uh, I didn't mean to start off on such a negative note, but it's just that we cannot... Uh, let me just look at a couple of these guys. There's so many. Wow. There's a lot of comments. <laughs> Hold on. Um, uh, T cells are your friend. Absolutely. Uh, they don't want to talk about that kind of stuff. Um, they're to rescue Americans. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Uh, Lockheed Martin is happy. Absolutely. Uh, Larry Elder was awesome today. He was at Calvary Chapel, Chino Hills. I posted all three services, I believe, on my Facebook page. So if you haven't seen it, if not, go to Calvary Chapel, Chino Hills on YouTube or um, Facebook and you can see Larry's uh, message from today. He was amazing. Um, and we just we have to get him elected. Uh, we have no choice. You may not like something like, like something about him. I don't know. But uh, you, we cannot have uh, uh, Gavin Newsom in power any longer. Um, Carol says, it's a job offer came in today in California. Nope, I cannot go back. I see six license plates a day here from California, increasing rapidly. Refugees from California. <laughs> Absolutely. Hey, Amy, nice to see you. Uh, did I ever say hi? I don't remember. When you uh, got to go, you got to go in, re in regard to the lady in San Francisco. Oh, it's just nah. There's a restroom. She was probably 10 feet from a restroom. She could have walked in and used the restroom, I'm sure. Oh, my gosh. Uh, yeah, I already saw the Aiken is bad. That's where I was. Uh, no supplies. Really? Oh, my gosh. Uh, um, you can come to there and didn't let, uh, I know. I, and I, <laughs> I told uh, Carol, I told Hedia, I said, gosh, I wanted to let Carol know I was going to be in South Carolina. If, number one, I rarely know sometimes where I, I, I Hedia finds this really amusing. Uh, on my calendar, it'll say, I got to go to Orange County Airport. Half the time, I don't even know where I'm going. I hop on the plane, I go and I go, where am I going? She goes, South Carolina. I go, oh, I did like, I should have let Carol know. I said, but, and I said, the thing is, I'm flying in. I worked an entire day. I got home back to the hotel i woke up at three o'clock the next morning got on a plane and then i missed my flight in chicago so i i don't know you could have uh, visited me in in the walmart uh we could have met up at the walmart while i was there <laughs> uh deborah says hey deborah nice to see you it will never happen it'll never ever happen we have to continue to walk in faith not in fear i know i have i'm not giving up uh we need to stand up now absolutely uh trading at fort bliss Mm, is there something going on in Fort Bliss? I'm, I missed that. I'll have to look that up and see what Carol's talking about. Um, and then uh, the last one here. We need to get millions of us patriots to come together to stand strong. 
uh, along stand along the border. Yes, that would be amazing. I remember we did that um, some, I don't know, when I was, I think it, it might have been about the time I became a cop, I think. It was some 30 years ago, something like that, 40 years ago, um, where we, what do they call those people? If anybody remembers, we sent the, a bunch of people just in their cars with guns went and, and stood at the border and were arresting people and calling ICE and stuff like that. We, we definitely, Deborah, you're right. I forget, but there was a name for those folks. I can't remember the name. If anybody remembers, uh, I'm going to stay on just a couple more seconds here. If anybody remembers. Uh, but yeah, I had thought about that too. We have so much going on. The, the, the Democrats are, are, are just evil, nasty, incredibly um, just evil people. But they they realize what that we have. They have to do is they have to do so. If you can do so many things that you, it's almost like a dike, right? You can't not you know. A, I mean, a dike that stops water. Um, you you can't put all your uh, fanatics. <laughs> you can't put all your fingers in the holes, right? They got we got the border. We got law and order. We got COVID. We got CRT in the hospital in the in the um, uh, public schools. We got. Um, um, uh, um, <coughs> inflation. We have, uh, fires in Northern California. <laughs> we got, we got Afghanistan. Uh, what else? I mean, we could, I could just go on with all the shenanigans that are gone. Oh, the closing of the oil, um, um, uh, pipelines here in the California opening, giving Russia, um, a free reign of oil, uh, you know, into Europe and making tons of money. Uh, we have China, we have, you know, you have uh, the Wuhan I issue. You have so much going on, right? You in all the masking and all the, the shutdown, all that kinds of, they have so many things going on that they know that, it, Hey, if they stop, if you, if you have DeSantis say no mask and no vaccines, you know, we'll, we'll yell and make him a, a, a but while all that's happening, you got crap going on in Afghanistan. You have murders going on in Chicago up, you know, to, to, to higher than they've ever been before. You have people streaming over the border and say, Oh, well, we're going to talk about the border. Well, you're talking about the border. We're going to do this other stuff over here and see now they've understood that if they could just keep everybody so busy that they can pull, they can just uh, keep all these shenanigans going. They can just, um, um, uh, you know, just cause so much grief in our country that we cannot plug all the holes all at the same time. But um, we got to hope that there's more of us than them and that we're going to stay strong. And then we just got to start plucking away and, 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 and getting Gavin Newsom out of here, getting Larry Elder in place. Once we have that, at least we'll then have, you know, DeSantis and, you know, Texas in, in some level um, and some of these other uh, Republican um, uh, governors that we have in uh, South Dakota um, and uh, Nome, uh, all these different people. And we just got to just got to pluck away. We have to pluck it away. Oh, what happened to Rick Martinez? Rick Martinez, I saw that uh, uh, Vargas, uh, and these are people back at NI Police Department. Rick Martinez was, a fan, is, is a fantastic um, representative of NI Police Department, retired. Uh, he and I used to go to the same church together, uh, but I didn't hear something was going on with him. I know that Joe Vargas, uh, I think somebody said pray for Joe Vargas. So um, I didn't hear about Rick Martinez. Hey, Priscilla, nice to see you. All right, my friends, again, this is just... Uh, I don't know. Uh, I just could not come on and not talk about Afghanistan and then come, come to the realization that what we see happening in Afghanistan is what they're trying to do here in the country. It's just not as easy. And they've had to do it in a different way that they, they, they just really um, they don't care. They don't care if people die. We, they, we can see that they don't care. Um, we can see that um, that for them, it's all about their uh, their position, their power. <clears throat> uh, and so that they continue to make money. Uh, it, it, they don't, you know, it, it, we, I could go on about Obama. I can go on about, you know, they, they tell us to do one thing and they do something else. We can go on all the hypocrisy and all that kind of stuff. They, it, it's just obvious. The, the weird thing is that you have Democrats that just don't care. I mean, they don't see it. They don't want to see it. They, they hate Republicans so much that they think it's okay. It, it's really odd. And uh, I'm not sure what we can do about that. Uh, I think some of them are going to start to come over because it's going to start to affect them. Uh, we see some um, uh, celebrities uh, getting canceled that were on their side. At one point now, you can see something happening to them. And hopefully some of that stuff will start to change. All right. So um, I promise the next show will be well, mostly focused on um, what I want to talk about in regard to law enforcement. And um, and then in the end, I'm hoping that there's going to be a uh, some 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 action steps. So I'm going to bring in 
some of the very sad stuff, some of the unfortunate stuff, some of the things that are going to probably scare you. Uh, and But I'm hoping that in the end, I will have some uh, action steps and some things that can ap- act, actually help uh, in the long run once we get past all this that's going on. Again, I don't know. I, I just don't know if we can make it uh, to 22 just, uh, just to get some Republicans in position, some good conservatives. We need to vote probably half the conservatives out. We need to we need to vote all the Democrats and about half the Republicans out. What was it, 18 or something like that? 19 voted for the infrastructure bill the other day. What, what, what a bunch of idiots. Those guys have got to go. Lindsey Graham, what a joke. Um, we know Mittens uh, was never going to, uh, he was an idiot from, from, from go. You got, uh, I don't know. There's just so many names that I, I, I'm going to, I'm going to go on and on and not stop, but uh, we need to vote a large number of Republicans out and uh, every single one of the Democrats out uh, in some way, shape or form. We, we just have to do it. All right. All right, my friends, love you guys. Thank you for watching. Thank you for putting up with my rant tonight. I just had to get on and get some of that off my chest so that I can move on. You ever have that where you just got, I guess, got to say these things, whether it makes sense or not, whether it's any kind of order, <laughs> I'm sure it was all over the place. Um, but I appreciate you coming on and supporting me and, um, Thon Tillis. Yeah. What a, what a, uh, what Thom? What a stupid name! <laughs> I mean, there's just so many. Uh, again, there's 19 of them. Just oh, oh freaking people! Like, we got to vote them out. It, it, Republicans doesn't mean good always, right? We have we have we just we have a number of them that we have to. <clears throat> we've been able to identify. There's some people that in the beginning I thought and supported for a little while, but realized that they are just horrible, nasty people. They're they're Democrats in Republican clothing. They're not even rhinos. They're just, they're Democrats. And uh, and unfortunately, they uh, snookered us. All right, my friends. I love you guys. Oh, I got a new outer out out a new outer. I have a new outro. Uh, enjoy the outro. I think you're gonna like it. All right, my friends. Love you guys. God bless. I'll see you in the next one. Take care. Bye.